Digital transformation is easy to say, arguably hard to implement, and failures continue to occur even as we learn from our own experiences and those of others. Why is digital transformation difficult? Some argue it is because transformation refers to a change in to something that's core to the business, that it is not only about using technologies and optimizing processes, but that it encompasses all aspects of a business from back end to the front and everything in between. In this podcast for Future CIO, we will look into one aspect that is characteristic of a digital transformation of the last three years. That is, the proliferation and use of cloud infrastructure and the associated technologies that come with it. To help us better understand this, we are joined by Mr. Aaron White, General Manager and Vice President of Sales for Asia Pacific and Japan at Nutanix. Aaron, welcome to Podchats for Future CIO. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me today. The findings of the fifth annual Enterprise Cloud Index reveal a notable increase in the use of mixed infrastructure, which spans private IT infrastructure, public clouds, and edge locations. Now, the increased diversity is driving IT professionals to seek a unified place to manage and secure their applications and data. How would you compare this year's report to previous years? And what stands out? Yeah, I think it's it's a great question because certainly the view probably from a few years ago, that one destination called cloud was the answer to, or the panacea to everything. Unfortunately, there's a hard reality that applications are not all created equal. The other thing on on the other side of the fence is the cost of migration of apps to cloud. So any time refactoring comes in for an application, the cost spirals a lot. Moving from something that you have on-prem to cloud is not as easy as everyone makes it out. If you're going cloud native, that's fine, okay? But what do you do with the data that you might already have in your data center around it? So there's a lot of questions that now lead to, based on the application and its requirement, let's run it in the best place that is secure and probably also as important, cost efficient. Therefore, the major change that we've seen in the cloud index is where it was one cloud as a destination, it's now the right cloud for the right job. Most organizations use more than one type of IT infrastructure, and nearly all agree that having a single platform to manage them all would be ideal. Is this single pane of glass to manage it all even possible, given the proprietary nature of how cloud is implemented today? I think it's a great question and there's some pragmatic realities that we probably need to understand. So from a Nutanix perspective, we've made some bets on where we think today, and it's not to say what might happen in the future, the majority of organizations' direction is, okay? And that's primarily three things. So a private cloud, run on-prem, still going to be very popular, AWS and Azure as the primary cloud majors. Now from a single pane of glass in that environment, Nutanix provide that today. We call that the Nutanix Cloud Manager. So let me just explain a little bit about how that works because it sounds almost magic based on your (laughs) question, right? So we have a technology called Nutanix Cloud Clusters and it it runs in your my.nutanix.com. So you log into that, you utilize Nutanix Cloud Clusters to provision in AWS or Azure, whatever you're doing. Once it's provisioned, you have effectively Nutanix technologies now in the cloud. So therefore, they are then managed exactly how you would manage them on-prem. So your Nutanix Cloud Manager, your Nutanix Cloud Portal, your Nutanix Prism Pro, the management console that we utilize, 
will therefore seamlessly manage Azure, AWS, or on-prem Nutanix clusters. It truly is single pane once the provisioning is done. And the great thing about the way we've integrated it is that all the core microservices that makes cloud very attractive are seamlessly integrated because we've called directly into the APIs of those cloud vendors. And that's why we truly believe that Nutanix is absolutely the hybrid cloud infrastructure of choice, HCI. It's, a, it's an interesting thing that from hybrid converged infrastructure to hybrid cloud infrastructure are the same acronym. But the engineering that's gone on on this over the last five years on hybrid cloud has really come into play today. And we're able to demonstrate this here right today in Singapore, where we are, or in Australia as our initial two platforms or two country locations, the hybrid multi-cloud in APJ. Data security and management considerations often drive IT infrastructure choices. Given the many choices and options for how organizations can secure and manage the infrastructure and the data, how do you see CIOs and the IT team taming this complexity? I think it's a great question and on top of many organizations' mind. From a Nutanix perspective, what we believe in is around building uniformity in terms of how you manage security and also a multi-layered approach. The days of just throwing a firewall in front of something are long gone. So we utilize a couple of different methods. The first one is we want to do is automate cybersecurity operations. The biggest risk that any organizations are this, and for those on the podcast listening, I'm waving my hands in the air, right? This is typically the, the major weakness point, okay? So if we're able to automate as much of this and provide dashboards to show where the potential weaknesses are for critical initiatives, we're then able to start to do something called defense in depth, is what we discuss as, a, as an organization. So the first one, automate cybersecurity operations. The second one is we want to be able to use cool technologies, AI, etc., to be able to discover workload vulnerabilities and therefore start to reduce risks. One of the hardest things to operate a data center is, is the amount of patching that you have to do, right? Anyone I talk to, this is their biggest headache. So if we're able to identify and then again, automate that patching and how we manage those applications, and we can do a really good job of this with minimized downtime, the better that you are prepared. And then I think the third thing, and and this is important in this part of the world, is around regulatory compliance and security. The last thing, I mean, if you look at some of the breaches that have recently happened in Australia, extremely large ones, very publicly reported upon, this is a huge disaster, PR disaster for those for those companies. And their trust by the governments have put a lot of focus on them. So we're able, again, we want to be able to show regulators how an organization can comply to their requirements in an, in an automated tool through great reporting and dashboards. So that's our approach in what we call Nutanix Security Central. Okay, that that is a very good methodology to be able to deploy security. Now, from all the point solutions in in the world, yes, there are many. We do partner with some of the key leading ones. A good example would be Palo Alto Networks, as an example, and many others. Um, For instance, we also partner with HiQ around ransomware protection as well. Cloud cost control ranks as a top IT management challenge. How do you contain cloud costs without adding more costs? This is something that Nutanix grappled with probably four years ago. We acquired a company with a product called Beam, and that's been integrated into our Nutanix Cloud Manager, and it's called Nutanix Cloud Manager Governance. So what do I mean by governance? 
it's able to look very deeply and provide great analytics on the cost of running a set of applications in Azure, a set of applications AWS, a set of applications on private cloud, and therefore tell you very easily, okay, if I've got this panacea of control and where I can run, if I move it over here, now what's the actual cost based on my contracts with AWS, with Nutanix, with Azure. So in real time, you can see the impact of running a set of applications and application on a particular instance of a cloud. I'll give an example. So um, there's a university in the US, they were utilizing this technology and they found an API that was running in the public cloud but wasn't being utilized. Oh, didn't know that, turn it off. Several thousand dollars a month saving by one mouse click. So if it's so easy to spin up services and, and APIs, particularly in public cloud, who's governing them to switch them off when they're not, it's yeah. kind of like using, leaving the air conditioning on when you're not in your apartment or your, or your house. Someone's getting cold, but who, right? Because people often utilize the utility example of cloud computing as a utility. Fine, but your utility, you can clearly switch something off and you know how much it costs. And that instrumentation or that governance is one of the very first things that we put into our Nutanix Cloud Management Solution. The Nutanix Enterprise Cloud Index study also noted that 97% of respondents to the study have begun using open source Kubernetes orchestration. Are we seeing the end of virtual machines? And is this rise in containerization also going to lead to container sprawl? Finally, how do you begin to bring back control while supporting business goals? Yeah, absolutely. And this is a great, a great question. So the first up is it's great to see the broad adoption of Kubernetes or, or containers. Is it the end of virtualization? It's kind of like asking the question, is it the end of mainframe that we asked many years ago? The answer is the technology is endemic within a data center virtualization. It will always be there for the foreseeable future because it will require app vendors or in-house application developers to move those in from virtualized to containers to be supported. It's not about the technology. The technology will do whatever it wants. It will be about supportability of that. From a, the second point there around containerization sprawl, we already see it. Okay, and and this is this is the kind of dual edge blade of a, such a powerful technology like virtualization is when it's easy, click click clickety click. Oh, I've got a lot. Right, we have a video on LinkedIn published yesterday of a 14-year-old set up an, an AHV cluster. So those technologies have got simplicity at the heart of them. But when you have simplicity, you also need to have the governance around man managing it. And again, we've reached and looked at this problem in some detail. So our Prism Pro technology is able to give very detailed reporting on what's happening where, the utilization of clusters and utilizing AI ML, the future utilization of a cluster or what we think you might we might be going. So this way, we can help project the future needs control the current need as well. And coupled with Cloud Application Lifecycle Manager, we can manage those containers or virtual machines in a cradle-to-grave manner, again, very easily. By, how do you do that? We create a, I want to call it a marketplace or an app store, or effectively blueprints of applications that you can spin up and down in a manner that's associated to business control to try and contain the sprawl, right? particularly in DevOps environments. Sustainability is now an IT priority, given all the different priorities from simplification to security and our sustainability. How do you tie all of this together without losing sight of business goals? 
I think ESG or sustainability is, again, something that Nutanix has been talking about for a long time. What's interesting is that it's now moved up much higher up the C-level agenda. So we've always spoken about efficiency. So what do I mean? The efficiency to how many workloads and how much performance can you drive from any given watt or BTU that you put into the system? Okay, so we always believe when we look at our TCO studies, the amount of energy that you put in for a amount of workload is the best in the industry full stop period, right? And we can provide some Gartner statistics to show this. Given that the other part of our message for a long time has been around simplicity and security and ease of use and hybrid cloud, it's only natural that we feel that this is great news for us, that we're able to address them. I think the challenge for us is we just need to have a more cohesive message out to to the market. So anyone listening to this, we absolutely can deliver security, simplicity and sustainability. And these are some of the core fundamental tenets of why Nutanix does what it is. It's why. It's Simon Sinek. Going back to the annual Enterprise Cloud Index report, what is the overarching key message for CIOs out there? I think there's three key things for me coming out of the Enterprise Cloud Index report. The first one is IT teams need to leverage more than one IT infrastructure, cloud, whatever you want to call it. And this is only going to become more and more pervasive moving forward. So that's definitely what we're hearing from those 1,500 participants of the Enterprise Cloud Index. So that's the first one. It really emphasizes the market requirement for multi-hybrid cloud. The second one is uniformity, okay, of how you manage applications across this hybrid cloud is absolutely the number one ask for the market. That's a 94% of respondents said that we really need, would benefit from having the single pane of glass discussion that we, we had earlier to manage applications and data across various environments. So that's the second one. And the third one, which we didn't touch on so much today, is around data is driving infrastructure requirements. So the amount of gen- data that is being generated today is almost double what it was six months ago or nine months ago. And what's driving that data So or decisions around that data? So the first one we spoke about today was data security. The second one is around what happens if something goes wrong, so protection and recovery. The third one is around compliance and regulation. Often we call it data sovereignty. Okay, how do I manage that? And the the third one is around, okay, it's now managed across multiple environments. How do I overcome that? So there's probably four things there around data that are also on the, on the top of mind um, because if there's two important things to any organization, first is their people, I would hope, and the second is their data. Aaron, thank you for joining us on Podchats for Future CIO. Oh, it's been my pleasure, Aaron, and I hope that we can talk again in the near future. That was Aaron White, General Manager and Vice President of Sales for Asia Pacific Japan at Nutanix on the topic of taming the complexity of digitalization. You are listening in the podcast for future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podcast for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podcast for Future CIO. Bye for now. Thank you.